there, pitches. Welcome back to Pitch Slapped. My name is Kaylee Hillier, and this is the Fandom Pitch Perfect podcast because I am obsessed with Pitch Perfect. I have been obsessed with Pitch Perfect since Bumper Allen did a man split on stage. No, I'm only kidding. Or am I? That's the question. Coming up on this episode of the podcast, we're going to be delving into Becca the Skater Fix. Well excited for this one because I got to delve into the world of Becca Mitchell as a skater. And when I say skater, I mean skateboarding, longboarding, that type of thing, not ice skating. That is a whole other topic in itself, which we could do at some point, but not today. But of course, before we delve into Becca the skater, we've got to do some actor news. Let's do it. This week on Actor News, Kay Cannon dropped the trailer for Cinderella, her new movie, which she directed and is coming out on September the 3rd, apparently, on Amazon Prime and stars Camila Cabello. And you can watch the first trailer of that. And tell you what, there are some moments which are quite funny, even in the trailer. So I am excited for the release of that one and to see Kay Cannon's new movie. Elsewhere, Elizabeth Banks was on the Smartless podcast where she talks about pet care in exchange for lodging. They talk about what the word college means and they share a little about apparently about their rollerblading histories. And the Smartless podcast is hosted by Will Arnett, Sean Hayes and Jason Bateman. So it sounds like it's going to be a, a wild ride. Skylar Austin has uh, obviously recently released his first single and people have already been wanting to know when the next one's coming out. And he did tease that there is going to be an acoustic cover of Without You coming out at some point very soon. So we do have that to look out for. And speaking of music, Ben Platt has also been teasing us this week. As somebody tweeted at him, when is the next single going to be coming out? And he literally says, are you busy next week? So... There's a very good chance that we're going to have some Ben Platt music news next week. So excited. And especially with the rate in which he is going just like almost every week, there is something new out there. I can't wait. So excited for this one. I mean, Ben Platt singing. So good. That's it for our action news this week. Let's delve into Becca Mitchell as a skater. So, I got an ask on Tumblr asking for fix featuring Becca Mitchell as a skater. And they specifically asked for non-ice skating fix. We're talking about this is Becca Mitchell riding a skateboard, longboard, whatever it is, being cool, just giving you the whole sort of punk skater vibe. And I thought, you know what? This is quite a challenge. It took me a while to gather all this up. And uh, they did mention in the Tumblr ask as well the fact that they're really hard to find because when you Google or you look around for skater fix, 
pretty much all the time there's a whole host of ice skating ones so you never know we could do like an ice skating episode at some point but we're going to stick with skateboarding for today and i thought it's kind of interesting actually kind of delving into becca mitchell as a skater because let's be fair that would be very hot i mean becca mitchell is hot anyway let alone adding skateboarding to the mix but also it's one of those things that could almost be canon like there are certain aspects of characters things that you find out that maybe people hook on to and that is something then that kind of ends up in a lot of fix and becomes part of the character and i always find it quite fascinating with the whole sort of skater girl becca vibe that there were not more fix that featured becca as a skater now i like dove into like trying to find a load of fix probably didn't even scratch the surface but we've given it a go and i've pulled out a few fix to kind of highlight today but i was shocked that they were so hard to find like it took me ages just to kind of draw these out and there's a whole host of unfinished fix which i'm not going to linger on too much because i always get a bit sad with an unfinished fix some of them are like really great and they're like wonderfully written but you just know the story's going to stop at some point and it's just like oh no so yeah there are a whole host of unfinished fix that are out there especially on fanfiction.net which do feature becca as a skater but i am going to focus on the completed ones and also i think this whole headcanon of Becca as a skater is such a fascinating one because in Pitch Perfect 2, when Becca is trying to figure out an arrangement, an original sound to put together as a demo, you get this scene of Becca sat at her desk and she's got her laptop and her music equipment out and she's like talking to her stapler or whatever and behind Becca, obviously you get to see a certain aspect of her room and there in like the side of her room is like what i think is a longboard it looks a bit big for a skateboard so i am guessing that it's a longboard and so it's always fascinated me that right there becca mitchell has some sort of board and that hasn't been kind of incorporated as much into fix now like going and delving into fix featuring becca mitchell as a skater there are like varying degrees of how much skating is involved in the fic as well when i got the ask i was like oh this is so fascinating and when i like started delving into fix and trying to find some fixes becca as a skater there's like varying degrees of how much skateboarding is featured in the fic so sometimes it's only mentioned sometimes it's like occasionally in there or sometimes it's quite a big aspect of the whole story so like there was no specification of how much skateboarding was supposed to be mentioned so i will let you kind of decide through the which ones you want to read from the kind of highlights i've picked out and of course i'd love to hear from you if there's a story that i haven't mentioned or that you think is just awesome and it should be added to the list then please go ahead and like let us know because i would love to just kind of gather all the becker as a skater fix i'm obsessed even just delving into these few i'm like i can totally see it so good and just imagine becker just picturing that longboard especially 
like Becca just riding around on the longboard, cruising. Can you not see her like during some part of Barden, leaving the Bella's house, cruising down the road towards the radio station to do her uh, set? I mean, it's all right though. So good. I've drawn out a number of fix and there are a whole load more that you can go and check out. One that I'm not going to kind of feature, but I just wanted to just give a mention to is a story called Skater Girl on fanfiction.net by Conan8994, which is literally based on the song Avril Lavigne's Skater Boy. But it's such a cute story. And it's like about Becca being this kind of rebel skater and she meets Chloe who's a little bit of a nerd and they kind of got this like rebel nerd thing going on and literally the first scene the first chapter is their meet cute where Becca's like drawing graffiti and Chloe's there and Chloe's just a little bit odd I find it quite endearing how odd she comes across at first and there's just loads of moments when uh Becca just gets caught by surprise and just goes with it. Like, Chloe grabs her hand and Becca's like, what? Okay, fair enough. And just, like, goes along with it. The push and pull that both of them have in uh, that story is really, really fun. It is unfinished, so just to give you fair warning, it doesn't necessarily kind of wrap all together, but the few chapters that are there are so cute. And it is available on AO3 and fanfiction.net. It's just not finished. So, delving into our whole host of skater fix, and there's such a variety of them as well. Like, we have got Chloe, we've got Junkson, we've got Mitchson stories all around Becca's skateboarding. So, the first one is called A to Z Chloe by Chloe is Legit. It's a chapter in their kind of one-shot series, and it's called G is for Grounded. And it's just a really cute little one-shot just to get you into the whole, like, Becca as a skater. And skateboarding's not, like, a big aspect of the fic. However, it plays a big aspect into what happens in this story because Becca ends up getting grounded, as, <laughs> as the title would suggest. It's kind of like a high school AU with... Aubrey and Chloe and Amy and Becca and they just kind of get into some antics through the story. Poor Becca ends up getting grounded and of course it's all for Amy's fault. And I just love the kind of randomness of the story and just the little like banter between the characters. And I could totally imagine as I was like reading through this that the way they reacted, especially like a little group of friends at lunch sitting around a table in the cafeteria and like how the banter would have gone between the Bellas and it just really made me think of them as teenagers and how like even even as college they the Bellas did seem to just get up to antics that either went really well or went really wrong and how that probably could have happened in high school this like little group of teenagers just uh getting up to mischief and it's not even like poor Becca mean for this to happen it just kind of happened to her and of course it's all fat amy i mean (laughs) there is trouble ahead it's probably fat amy's involved somewhere and of course you get a cute little chloe moment with that as well 
that kind of runs through the story. And there's like a lot that happened in such like a short space of time. But I did like the fact skateboarding, just being that aspect that kind of tied everything together and was the reason why Becca ends up getting grounded in a way that you wouldn't even think about. I just blame Fat Amy. It's all Fat Amy's fault. The next story on my list is called The Barden Board Sliders by Putin. It's available on AO3 and the summary says Becca has been living in LA as a sponsored skateboarder for the past three years. She's got signed as soon as she left Barden and consequently all her friends, which means that she's having a very lonely birthday. But maybe a certain someone she's been thinking about a bit too much recently can change that. This is another McClory story and it's available on AO3 and... This is a really fun take on taking the premise of Pitch Perfect and giving it a twist with skateboarding. So, like, you can almost imagine the storyline of Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2, but instead of being a cappella, it's skateboarding. And that just kind of, like, really is what leads this story along it's great fun especially just some of the clever ways in which the writer incorporated bits of the movies with a skateboarding twist <laughs> you've got the bard and board sliders and that was the bellas the trebles have a great name in this so good Das sound machines also in there as well as with a little bit of a twist so you get all these like little things that tie into your memory of Pitch Perfect, but are a lot of fun because they're all just like slightly different to fit skateboarding. And it also just kind of works with this whole idea that, okay, if Becca wasn't obsessed with music and this was actually about skateboarding, of course her obsession would be skateboarding and how instead of going to LA to become a producer, she goes to be a sponsored skateboarder and how that kind of weaves into her life and so you get this whole perspective of Becca and the life that she's living now and kind of what has happened after Barden in her skateboarding career it's also really cute because you get like flashbacks of her experience at Barden like you get a flashback to the activities fair which obviously had a huge twist because it was all about skateboarding or <laughs> the shower scene, but it's not quite a shower scene in this one. It's slightly different. So like there's all these great little moments that you recognise and they kind of help build these blocks of this alternative universe. Also, on that note, the activities fair scene, I absolutely loved just with the idea that I was trying to imagine Aubrey Posen skateboarding. It just gave me a lot of joy. So <laughs> maybe we should make that a, uh, a thing. Aubrey Posen as a skateboarder. <laughs> but what's really clever is you get really comfortable in this new universe of Becca as a skateboarder. And I love the little like modern twists, whether she was doing a video diary for her YouTube channel and what she does for her career and keeps that going. And then also, although she's successful and she's busy doing her job, the fact that it does lead her to be slightly isolated or like missing the Bellas and like looking back into how things have gone and of course there's going to be a little meet cute in there somewhere 
and like you do feel like really sorry for Becca because you're just like the unrequited love is there things fell apart it's just you lost contact like all this stuff is happening you lost contact and like how's this all going to work out in your favour Becca and of course it all just like comes together and I loved how you're able to take these characters with their personalities and stuff take them into this whole new universe and it still works and like you can totally understand why maybe certain characters lost touch or maybe they're insecure or nervous about things because of how their lives have gone or the decisions they've made whether it was music producing or skateboarding like it all worked and it all just made sense and came together so it's, it's quite a little sweet story the next story we're going for some bemily it's called dr junk by little black goldfish and when i was looking for becca as a skater I must admit, there is a whole host of Bemily stuff because it was one of the topics of Bemily Week 2021. So there are some fantastic, like, mood boards, manips, that type of stuff, artwork that you can see as Becca as a skater for Bemily Week, but also just, like, Becca as a skater in general, whether it is the Chloe or Bemily, like, there is stuff out there that will just, like bring this whole like headcanon as Becca as a stater together even more solidly than it was before and just get your imagination going wild because there is some great stuff out there that you can check out Dr Junk is available on AO3 (laughs) that sounds so bad to say Dr Junk um the summary says Becca's in pain but at least her doctor is hot that's pretty much how the story is there you go I don't know what else to say. (laughs) It is a cute one shot. And obviously Becca gets injured. She's a skateboarder. Ends up going to the doctors. The doctor being Emily Junk. If you didn't know. I do love the fact that when we start making Becca a skater. There's just like this whole kind of rebel but also chilled side to her that you get. That you don't necessarily get in other places maybe it's just like the skating vibe not necessarily the type of people associated with that but like the stereotype like you start to fit becca into the stereotype of like a skater girl and so you get some of those little things coming out one thing that i did really love with the story is the fact that chloe is is also involved as like becca's best mate and whilst the story's playing out and they're they're in they're seeing Dr. Junk, Chloe is she doesn't necessarily have to say a lot to have like a presence in this story. And I love just the play of Chloe in this, of just being this friend who is worried for her friend, worried for Becca, but also just quite sassy. Like, it all just, like, comes together. And then you've got Emily, who's just so sweet and obviously awkward. And then Becca, who uh, is in pain, but also is just, like, this chilled skater who's been trying too hard to do a trick. And just between the three of them, this story just kind of, like, pours out. You get some wonderful banter between Becca and Chloe just being, like, best mates. 
and like Emily assumes that they're a couple or something and they're not and it just like all just flows together one of my favorite bits in the story is just for the fact that when they go and see Emily Chloe just kind of like sits there scowling like she's she's really not happy and like poor Emily thinks that it's her fault for like a long time but it turns out that it's not poor Emily it's because Chloe told Becca not to do this trick and look what where she ended up it all just works so well I can just picture Chloe's like scowling like pouty face (laughs) and of course like poor Emily would totally think that it was her fault it's just oh it's so good and then it ends in this like cute moment it just all comes together. It's fantastic. Jumping from some Bemily to some more Bechloe. We've got a sad Bechloe one with a really short one shot called Punk Predictions by As the Day Fades. I suppose you could say that this is Bechloe slash Bemily story all in Chloe's perspective. The summary says Chloe finds out that some of her favourite songs were written by a girl that she turned down years ago. And as you can imagine, this is literally based off of the lyrics from Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne. It's amazing how many of us are inspired by Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne. (laughs) I mean, this is really short, but it's amazing how such a short story can kind of hit you you kind of feel sorry for Chloe, but also you're just like, Chloe, this is your own fault. Poor Chloe. She's not having a good day of it at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, it's basically around the lyrics of Skater Boy from the perspective of Chloe being the girl that didn't want to get with Becca because she was a skater. Also, can I just say that her friends are so mean. You've got Chloe kind of in awe of this person who writes some of her favourite songs and, like, she knows the girl and she ends up talking to Aubrey and Aubrey and all their mates have got tickets to see Becca in the show. And Chloe's like, hold on a minute, you hated this girl and said that she was not good enough for me. And, like, how Chloe had, like, listened to her friends, which obviously happens in the song. And to be fair... Of all the friends that you would have, I can imagine Chloe listening to Aubrey. I mean, it happens quite a lot in Pitch Perfect 1. So you could imagine with the forceful nature of Aubrey Poison, this could have happened. Chloe listening to Aubrey and not going for the girl she kind of fancied. I thought it was fascinating that like those things that happened years ago, Aubrey doesn't see what she did wrong or like what her advice was wrong and Chloe's kind of looking back on her decisions and it really just kind of hits that vein of the regrets or things that you wish you had done differently because it really then hits Chloe later on as the fic rolls out that she's lost her like she's potentially lost her shot because Becca's got a new person in her life from this short story you do kind of have to pull yourself up a little bit because you're just like Man, Chloe, what happened? What happened? And just how you lose those moments if you don't act. And even during the fic, there is like one or two points 
where it's not necessarily like looking back and seeing what happened but also in the moment just realizing those things aren't going to come back again like you're not going to get that chance again and things have moved on and unfortunately you didn't move on with it so like it gets pretty deep but uh, a really interesting take on uh, the Avril Lavigne song different a different view now there is like one or two skater fix that were really popular and when I was like asking around for people's like favorite skater stories this is one that uh, a lot of people recommended to me and it's also like had an effect on other writers as well which we'll get to in a minute but Trixie Yogurt on Tumblr suggested this one to me and it's so good like it's a lot of fun it's called You Were Out of My League by Sylvie Was Here on AO3 and the summary says Becca is a college dropout skater chick who steals things for giggles and is banned from multiple stores Stacey is an actress breaking out of her typical role in rom-coms to try and shake the rubbish reputation she has. Neither of them expected to meet the love of their life in the snack aisle of a Walmart, but their lives are anything but cookie cutter. Now, the main story is a stecker thick, but there's another part of the story that you can read. It's kind of a series of this skater AU which is also Emily and Aubrey. So you've got Junkson and Stecker. And they're like the Stecker pairing is what we're going to look at today. And it's just this whole cute story of Stacey and Becca. One of the things I really loved is how they kind of embodied Becca as this kind of rebel skater chick. And this is the thing that I, I find kind of endearing with the skater becca idea a lot of the time she just seems to get up to mischief without meaning to get up to mischief and ends up in predicaments that she doesn't mean to it's not like she's deliberately always doing bad things it just kind of happens and that just seems to be how uh, things go for becca in this story especially at the beginning of how she gets banned from a load of stores Becca and Emily's friendship is just so endearing. Stacey's like Emily's favourite actress and Becca will join her for movie nights watching Stacey's movies. And it's not like Becca's watching the movies because she's doing other things, but she'll just be there in solidarity, you know? Becca just getting up to mischief, for example, happens that she wants this snack in the snack aisle of a Walmart and she can't reach it because she's too short. So of course she's going to climb the shelves to get it. I loved how just something so low-key just brought this meet-cute where she meets Stacy. And Seca's always an interesting pairing because both Stacy and Becca are quite sassy in their own ways. Where Becca's maybe got a slight reservation with some topics, Stacy doesn't always have that. And so you can always see Stacy just stretching the boundaries especially when she finds somebody attractive and like she's not gonna just take that line down she's gonna just she just like voices her opinion it's great (laughs) and so I always find them quite an interesting pairing because they do kind of push each other and I loved how that played into this story Stacey kind of pushing Becca in 
ways of how their relationship was moving and Becca pushing Stacy in her career and what she wanted to do and you kind of get this lovely kind of push and pull between the two of them especially because they're coming from two very different worlds Becca especially being the skater chick just does not fit with the type of image that maybe Stacy's trying to put out there and Stacy just kind of embraces it she's just so unapologetically Stacy it's great and just it allows Becca to just kind of be herself and get up to whatever mischief or things that just kind of befall upon Becca. It does make me feel really sorry for poor Aubrey because Aubrey is Stacey's like manager person and has to kind of like pick up the pieces along the way. But there's this like underlying like Johnson thing going on, which gets bigger in the second fic. So you get like the cuteness and of course just the sassiness that comes with a Stacey and Becca fic. And I loved how they had incorporated skateboarding when Stacey's an actress and, like, that just doesn't fit at all. Like, these two worlds just colliding and yet they make it work because they're just right for each other. It's great. But I think because of how well-rounded the story was, it led to inspiring a number of other people in their fics. Another big one that I wanted to mention, we literally came out this year, is called You're All I Need, The Reason Why I Smile by Where Hope Lies. The summary says, dating your best bud is like eating those crunchy bits at the bottom of a Mackie D's fry bag. In theory, they're still fries, just like the long potatoey ones, but in actuality, they're way more effing awesome. They're the best part of even going to Mackie D's. The second you're eating regular fries, the next you get to those fry bits and suddenly your ordinary supersized fry is like the best thing ever. It's totally effing game changer. This is available on AO3 and this is like a one shot. But it is so good and it is a Bemily story. So we've got some more Becker and Emily And just as the summary is just this description of a section from the fic, it really is just like a whole fluffy one-shot. It is pretty much fluff, but it's just those ways in which it delves so deeply in between Becca and Emily's relationship and like what they are as a couple that just make this story so endearing. I wouldn't say that skateboarding plays a big part in the story, but I did love how the skater chick idea kind of really played into Becca and Emily, both like simultaneously, like between the two of them, you can just imagine them with the snapbacks maybe on, maybe some flannel with a board, And just picturing them together and the height difference, it would just be so endearing. And I can just imagine the two of them together, just like, it would be such a good couple. Skateboarding around. And there's just all these moments when Becca's just like appreciating her relationship with Emily. Like it's almost just like a a little snapshot you got like kind of like Emily's dorkiness to Becca trying to stay cool 
when she really can't. There's like little inklings of some of the other Bellas. Can we just say Chloe and Flo as a relationship? Yes. <laughs> Love it. Flowey. It's domestic. Like Becca just gets moments where she can just watch Emily and it's just like a whole thing of like, yeah, Becca is gay. Like <laughs> And it's like just the little things that make this work. I loved the fact that even from the summary and what plays into the story, just like going to McDonald's and just having McDonald's is just a regular thing, just meeting your girlfriend after work. And those were the things Becca was really like leaning into and what she appreciated. And it was just like, oh, so good. This fic will just like make your heart grow like three sizes. The next story is Life is Not a Love Song. We try to fix our broken pieces one at a time by Becca's belt. The summary says Becca's rough past has taught her to despise music. But when a bubbly ginger recruits her to join the Bard and Bellas, she will be forced to come face to face with some harsh memories that she spent years trying to forget. And maybe, just maybe, she will learn to love music and possibly something else once again. A retelling of Pitch Perfect in which Becca hates music, Chloe loves a cappella, and somewhere along the way they fall in love. As you can imagine, this is a Chloe story and it's available on AO3. Now I will <laughs> I will premise this to say that the skateboarding does not feature heavily in the story, but it is there. Because if Becca's not gonna do music, she's gonna need to have other things to do. <laughs> so skateboarding is one of the things that she does. This is such a great twist on Pitch Perfect 1. Like the whole idea that the one character who is obsessed with music and literally like lives and breathes it, hates it, it does make me kind of go, well, what else have you got left with this character? What are you going to do with her? Because that is such a big part of Becca Mitchell. And it makes this story really fascinating to delve into. This is like a big multi-chapter story, but it works so well because you're really like fascinated with how this is all going to play out. How on earth is she going to end up in the Bard and Bellas? Why does she hate music? And like all this stuff is kind of playing around in your head. And then I get really excited to see what little twists they've done with the story. How are they going to make this all connect together? So like, for example, the radio station, it's a skateboard shop or whatever. And so these little twists that help tell the story along. And so like skateboarding is something that really kind of shapes Becca's character. And then it allows for Becca to have an interest in something that she can then kind of associate with other people or this is why she joins the shop and gets a job it then gives Becca's dad like a reason to kind of push her to do something else and like it all just works together in this story allowing you then to kind of look forward to how then is the music going to play a part how then is she going to kind of get introduced to the ballads or whatever else is going to happen is she ever going to like music again? And you've kind of got this underlying vein. And I loved how all moulded together. And I will say, like, there are some like really heart-wrenching moments when you kind of find out Becca's history and, of course, really endearing moments with Becca and Chloe working through 
um, some of the difficulties that they've got or whatever and being there for each other. The next story is a little one shot from Tumblr called We Can Do This Every Night, You Can Be My Ride or Die by Back to Basic Bellas. And can I just say that this is amazing. The summary says, Becca may be a bit of a skater. Chloe's in love with everything about Becca and cuteness in shoes. And that is literally like this whole story. It feels like it's really born out of that clip from Pitch Perfect 2. Like, seriously, <laughs> it's just got it all there. Even like at the beginning, it talks about Chloe seeing the longboard in Becca's room and then wanting to see Becca ride it. And that is literally kind of how this plays out. So it's almost like you're Chloe because you've seen the board in Becca's room on Pitch Perfect 2. And if that's not enough, like the cuteness of just Chloe just being enamoured by this whole idea that Becca rides a longboard, which I think a lot of us were enamoured by when we realised it's there. <laughs> it gets even better just for the fact that, like, Chloe then wants to ride the board. And so then you're going to have, like, cute girlfriend moments of Becca trying to teach Chloe. And that is literally what happens. And I love the fact that you then get this big Chloe, like, skating lesson. And, like, all the way through the thing, you've got, like, typical flirty girlfriend Chloe. Becca's so whipped for Chloe. <laughs> like, she does so much, but also just this endearment that Becca just sometimes doesn't know how hot she comes across to Chloe. And just effortlessly just has her so weak for it all. Chloe have to literally spell out to Becca that the whole idea of her being a skater girl is something she finds really hot. And like this just plays into this whole story. It's like cute, it's a lot of fun. And as you can imagine, there's just some really amazing little girlfriend moments between them. And it just feels like they got the characters so well-rounded. Like they really got the characters so that they could then drop them into this story because I could totally imagine this as a big Chloe moment. The next story is one that I absolutely love. It's called The Friend and it's by Secret Heart 33 It's available on fanfiction.net and the summary says Becca falls in love with her best friend, Chloe, for the first time when she was 12. But things do not go quite as planned. From there, Becca learns her role as the friend and tries to put it all behind her when she moves away. What will happen when they meet again six years later at Barden University? I always love retellings of Pitch Perfect 1. It's something that I will probably always be obsessed with. And seeing the little twists that people give to the Pitch Perfect 1 story. And this one, as it kind of says in the summary is this whole idea that Becca and Chloe were friends and Becca moved away and this is them meeting again but Becca's got this kind of unrequited love for her best friend. It really takes details, I think, from the movies and plays it into the story. And I will say that skateboarding doesn't play a big part in this story 
but out of all of the retellings of Pitch Perfect 1, this is one of my favourites. Like, I literally have this one saved because I just find this such an endearing story. It's so good. So with that, when I thought of skateboarding stories, this one immediately came to mind. And one of the reasons for that is Beck is from Seattle and she's flown to Barden to be at Barden. I loved the way in which the writer, Secret Heart 33, had given Becca this whole life and this whole history of Seattle. And one of the aspects of that is her having this friendship group and being a skateboarder in Seattle. And so that really leans into and plays a big role of her story and that you got a description of what her life was like after Chloe and what she did and like leaning into that she did get other friends and she did kind of get this group that she was close to and that she spent a long time getting over her love for Chloe. And so when that all gets destroyed and she meets Chloe again and and kind of has to rebuild from where she is now, you've got this whole kind of history there that you've got with Becca. And although it's not like a huge, huge part of the story, I did love how some of the friendship group that she had made in Seattle and the skaters, I mean, they're all pretty much skaters, also play a role in helping Becca kind of figure her life out at certain points in the story. And there's even like an epilogue where they spend a whole bunch of time in Seattle and you get this great description and things of Becca and Chloe in Seattle, part of which involves going to the skate park. So just as you're getting introduced to Becca's life and maybe just imagining what her life was like in Seattle, because obviously we know her dad lives in Barden, you also then get to kind of see Chloe in that environment and what it was like, or maybe like, you know, what it could have been like going to visit Becca's other world really this story does have a whole bunch of like pining like this is literally like a multi-chapter of Becca pining and as you can imagine it is literally like a retelling of Pitch Perfect one with a twist and so you're gonna have a lot of pining but it is so worth it so worth it and there's just a number of moments where you're just like, why? Why? But it is good. And the final story that I wanted to highlight is by Incredible Archive on Tumblr. This is another short one shot. And it's a, uh, it just says it's a Mitchson Parker prompt. You brought, you bought us on a skateboard, Aubrey says as she glares at Becca. So this is a Mitchin story. You can read this on Tumblr at incredible-archive. And this does feature skateboarding. And I was kind of debating whether not to include this one in the list. But then I was like, you know what? This just gives you the whole like rounded aspect of skateboarding Becca. Because Becca is not necessarily skateboarding, but she's buying her son a skateboard. And she's married to Aubrey. So they have this uh, Mitchin coupling and one thing I love about Mitchson's stories is because between Becca and Aubrey, and you know it from Pitch Perfect 1, that they just have this ability to wind each other up. Like, 
most of the time I feel like as well it's like Becca winding Aubrey up because she just knows how to do it so perfectly and just Aubrey bites into it every time and just like oh dear even sometimes I think Becca doesn't realize she's she's doing it and maybe Aubrey might find that endearing I don't know but like this is a typical example of taking Becca and Aubrey and them as a couple and maybe just like a little domestic spat that they kind of go through with Aubrey's fear of their son skateboarding. It works so well. I can totally imagine like Aubrey just getting really upset because Becca's brought their son a skateboard. And Becca's just like oblivious. She's just like, what's the issue here? Like, it's fine. <laughs> and between the two of them, they just have this great banter with this like short story. And I think what I love about it is that you can totally imagine this happening. I can totally imagine Aubrey being like a concerned, cautious parent and Becca not being quite in the same way. Like she, she cares about their son and she loves their son, but she has no issue getting him a skateboard. Just reading them having this conversation and navigating it. And I love the fact that they have this kind of I don't want to say it's an argument because it doesn't really feel like it escalates that far but it goes from like having firm words especially with Aubrey to then maybe realizing that maybe this is not as serious as she's making it out to be. It's just something about it that I just found really endearing and so like between all these stories I feel like we get like a good <laughs> A good well-rounded view of Becca as a skateboarder, whether she's riding the skateboard, whether she's had an accident. Skateboarding is like a big aspect of the fic, whether it's a small aspect of the fic. Maybe it, it leans into like girlfriends learning how to skateboard, having little lessons together, being a part of their history, allowing these kind of couples to come together in different ways. Like leaning on songs like Skater Boy, we then have just all these great little moments that just give you Becca Mitchell as a skateboarder. And I would love to hear from you. Of course, I will put all of the fix up so you can find them on my Tumblr and like Facebook and stuff. And if there is a story that I haven't mentioned that you would love to add to the list, I would love to see it. Because there are like a whole load of other ones that I could have featured. These were just some of the ones that I uh, kind of picked out. And of course, if there is a uh, topic that you would like me to kind of delve into and find fix on, I will be up for the challenge. It might take me a little bit of time. It took me like a month or so to gather all this together, but we did it and it was well worth it. I'm glad that we now have a list of Becca skateboarding fix just for our enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening for today. If you want to keep up to date with the podcast, we are available on Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. You can drop me messages. You can comment on stuff. I'd love to hear from you. And of course, we have got the Ko-Fi account now where you can support the podcast and all the proceeds for that are going into the podcast itself and helping me to keep it going. So I really appreciate all of your support. And I'll see you next time, pitches.